once I got my head around this, my mind was just like, what? You can hire someone to help you with anything you don't want to do. Your emails, calendar, admin tasks. Sometimes it's not even business related. Information about school, for the kids, running your family, running your household. The best gift you can give yourself is not actually more money, it's more time. If you think hiring is this big complicated thing that is only reserved for those who are making a bajillion million dollars a year, then stick around because you can absolutely hire even if you're not hitting the six figure mark. How amazing is that? You're never going to feel like you're ready to hire. Like I've done a ton of hiring mistakes. So these tips that I'm gonna share with you are definitely hard earned. I survived, I'm still here. Welcome to Daring Forward, where we feature ordinary women doing extraordinary things and learn practical lessons and action steps to help you live courageously. I'm your host, Sahar Twesajay. Now, if you're ready, let's dare forward. If you think hiring is this big complicated thing that is only reserved for those who are making a bajillion million dollars a year or for those who have fully established businesses, then stick around because I want you to know that A, hiring does not have to be this big, scary, complicated thing and B, you can absolutely hire even if you're not hitting the six-figure mark. Now, if you're new around here, hi, I'm Sahar Twesajay. I am a digital marketer and entrepreneur, and I help aspiring and creative entrepreneurs find the courage to pursue their purpose profitably. Hiring is one of those big, scary things initially because you're in essence relinquishing control of your business. I remember having questions like, what if I hire the wrong person? What, what do I do then? Or what if the right person that I wanna hire doesn't actually exist? What if I can't find another me? Are my expectations too high? Are they too low? I don't even know what I'm doing. When I do finally hire a person, what if they start to see everything that I'm doing in my business and realize that it's a complete mess and I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like these were all the thoughts that I had when it came to hiring and it legit gave me like full on anxiety at some times. And so, I wanted to let you know off the bat that I've done a ton of hiring mistakes. So these tips that I'm gonna share with you are definitely hard earned. And I learned some really good lessons by simply starting. And I just want you to know that I came out the other side just fine. I'm still here, I still love business. I survived. If you've been on the fence and umming and ahhing about the whole scenario, I wanna encourage you to start because without starting, you're never gonna learn and you're never gonna find out. Oh, and another thing that I wanted to put in there as well is you're never going to feel like you're ready to hire. You can save and save and save and have this endless buffer in your business, but sometimes we don't take action simply because of fear. And it's just one of those things. When you have a buffer of money set aside, that is like your safety net and it makes you feel like I'm under control. What if I spend this money and get this person and it ends up being a bad investment? You have to let all of that go and just try. Having said that, I wanna start off by saying that you're ready to hire, obviously, if you do have the money for it. But if you don't, there are two ways that I go about it. If you don't have this huge buffer set aside and for you, it's like a real risk, then I want you to think and ask yourself these two questions. The first one is, do I have a habit of doing what I set my mind to do? So do you keep your promises to yourself? Do you know that if I set down and write down this goal, I will achieve it? So that's the number one. If that is a yes, then I want you to ask yourself the second question. Do I know exactly what I need to do to make more money? These are the only two questions that you need to ask yourself if hiring feels like a risk to you. 
And you have to answer them as a yes. If you don't, I then I probably would wait until I can then answer a yes to both of them. The first one being, when I set my mind to something, if I set a, a goal, I can achieve it. And the second one being, do I actually know what I need to do to make more money? If you know these two things, you can bet on yourself and take that risk. And those two lessons were definitely hard-earned for me because when I first started with hiring, I actually hired before I made any money. It was when I was blogging and I was just sure that if I just wrote more blogs and got myself out there that my blog would start to make money. And I, at the time, I didn't really know too much about how to monetize the blog, but all I knew was that my, my babies were small. I just needed time to figure things out. Like the one thing I do regret is maybe spending as much as I did because the person that I ended up hiring, which I'll talk about later, was someone that I knew. But what that did was it actually released me to have the headspace to think strategically and learn and figure things out. And I do not regret that decision because if I did not take that first step and made that investment in myself, I wouldn't be here today. I would still be trying to figure things out in a couple of hours a day, still trying to monetize the blog or, you know, wherever I would be right now. So it's definitely not a decision I regret. I would probably just do things slightly differently. So sometimes you just do have to take a risk as an entrepreneur and bet on yourself. But if you want to take the safe risk, then you have to answer yes to these two questions that I mentioned. And my personal experience that I just shared with you leads us nicely to the next point. You can hire if you know how to scale or if you have an idea of how to scale, but you lack the time. And again, this is a huge one if you're in a position like mine, which is you're a parent or you have you know other responsibilities. Maybe you have a full-time job or you're in school or you're caring for someone else. You don't have that much time. So focus on the knowledge that you have, which is knowing how to grow and build a business you can choose to hire and get someone to help you out in those scenarios. And just a quick note, if you wanted to know more about what it's like raising a family and running a business, because hiring has definitely helped me in this process to manage the both, then I actually recorded an episode all about managing both and the pros and cons and the reality of what it's like. So if you want to watch that, just make sure to check it out. The link is in the show notes. Now, if I can fine tune this and bring it down to one main point, Going back to the two questions that I that I said you need to ask yourself, which is, do I keep my promises to myself and take action? And the second one being, do I know the steps I need to take to generate more income, right? Out of these two, if I had to pick one, I would choose the first one. Because how many people do you know who have all the knowledge in the world, but never take action? I'm not going to put a number on it, but a huge number of the world's population have knowledge. Like so many people read books endlessly. But how many of them actually take action on the knowledge that they have, right? So I feel like the number one thing that you need to have is, are you someone that's going to implement and take action if you don't feel like you're ready, if you don't know the full picture? Sometimes you just know the first step, but you don't know the next one. And so I feel like I fell in that category at the beginning, which is I made that investment because I knew that I'm going to figure this out. I am wholeheartedly and fully invested in this. And I'm just going to go for it, even though I don't know the full plan, right? So if you're in that position, you can also bet on yourself. You want to make it a safer risk? Make sure you have a plan and know exactly what you're doing. Because I ended up investing a lot more and paying a lot more when I was hiring at the time because I didn't have the knowledge. It took me a while to kind of figure out 
how to get to where I am now, where my business is making money full time and I can live off it and my family can live off it. I wasn't in that position initially, but that investment allowed me to get here today. So again, no complaints. Now, the next thing I want to say is you can start small and this is really liberating. I didn't actually know that you could do this, whereas you can actually hire someone for five hours a week. You don't have to start with this full-time, you know, 40 hours a week type of person bringing on staff members and thinking about the tax and, and all the kind of stuff. Like you don't have to worry about that. So I would start small. You can hire someone who is a freelancer or a contractor for minimal hours a week. And you can also start with people that you know. Again, when I first started with hiring, I felt like the thought of hiring a complete stranger was completely overwhelming for me at the time. And so I kind of just kept my eye around. I was always scanning people in my community, family, friends, my church community at the time. And I ended up hiring a young woman at the time who was a student who's now become a dear friend of mine. And I hired her to help me with babysitting the children so I could work and also some marketing work because she was one of the people we were mentoring and she also graduated in fashion marketing. And I was like, ah, someone who has some marketing knowledge. So For me, she was like the perfect person in that season of time. And so you can scan the people in your network, in your community and see, can I hire this person? But if you don't have anyone in your network, you can always go on Facebook groups. There are tons of like virtual assistant groups where you can just join them and you can just put out, hey, I'm looking for someone to help me for this number of hours a week. You can go on Fiverr, although I've never personally used Fiverr, but I know tons of friends who have. Um, So you could definitely get some help there. So You can definitely start small. There's a lot of people who are also starting out at that stage, and they will actually help release you to work on your business and start building. Now, if you've asked yourself, okay, I feel like I could hire, but I don't know exactly what to hire. Like, what do I hire a person for? What are they going to do? Now, this tip is really going to help you figure that part out, which is delegate the work that is mundane to you, that is time-consuming, or is not money generating, but needs to be done. So examples of this could be things like accounting. Accounting can be mundane to a lot of people. I don't mind it so much. It it can be definitely time consuming, but it needs to be done. And so one of the things that I did was I hired an accountant. If your business is small enough and you don't have as many transactions and it's not that time consuming, you can dedicate a couple of days, a month, a day, a week or something to kind of log in your you know, transactions and you can use softwares like Xero, for example, or Sage to manage your accounting system. You definitely can do that alone. But if you want to win some time, you can definitely delegate that. Other things you can delegate are things like managing your emails, managing your calendar. You can do admin tasks as well. And you can hire VAs to help you with all sorts of admin tasks. Sometimes it's not even business related, like a personal assistant. So managing, you know, uh, information about school for the kids or, you know, running your family, running your household. You can build a team and delegate whatever you like. This is the thing that once I got my head around this, my mind was just like, whoa, you can hire someone to help you with anything you don't want to do. How amazing is that? Because the best gift you can give yourself is not actually more money, it's more time. Because time is something you can never win back, whereas with money you can always generate more of. And you can create more money within the same time frame. So if you only have one hour, for example, 
you can always increase your hourly rate as your experience increases or as your service improves or depending on what you're offering. But your time is your time, right? So time is very valuable. And you, as an entrepreneur, you only start to value it once you start to see how much more you can make per the time that you have. And so if you can release that time rather than doing admin tasks and you're focusing on getting clients, isn't that worth it? I'll leave you to decide. The next thing I want to say is about knowing how to get the right person. And the way you do that is lead with the vision, not with the role. So story time. I had a VA that was working with me and the VA was uh, basically going to round up uh, and finish up working with me. But I really, really enjoyed having her around. She wanted to quit because she just needed, you know, pandemic, life hit hard, like it hit all of us. And so she just needed time out um, and not have as many clients. And during the time, I was ideating and starting to think about building my podcast, Daring Forward. And I just really enjoyed working with her so much. I loved her work ethic, her character. Like she was really great to work with and I thought she would do a great job with the podcast. So what I then did was before I let her go, I just said, before you leave, I just want you to hear me out and make a decision on this. And I shared the vision of the podcast with her. I told her about what we're planning on doing, what the show is going to be about, who the people we want to impact are, what our heart behind the podcast is. And I sold her the vision and I told her, you go away and think about it. And she did. And she actually came back and was like, you know what? I'm in. Let's do this. I love everything that you're doing. And I really believe in this. And so sometimes rather than just saying, hey, this is the role that I have to give to you. This is the job description. I'm looking for a person who can do this. I'm looking for a person who has these skill sets. This is what the role entails. Maybe lead with what is your business about? What's the heart behind your business? What are the values? How can you add value to them? And one of the things you want to do is, you know, think about them like you do your customers and your clients. We're all trying to market to our clients and customers, but we don't think about doing that for hiring or a team or contractors or, you know, staff. So that is definitely something that has helped me with getting the right people, because if you can sell people on the vision, then it's the vision that will get them excited to work with you. They won't see you as just another job or just another client. They'll have a stake in the ground with you. So that's a really important one to just keep at the back of your mind. Start with the vision. Now, I wanted to kind of go on a little side note here and talk about internships. And if that's something that you haven't considered, maybe it is something you can consider. I know people have all sorts of, you know, ideas about internships. Some people think it's the worst idea ever. Uh, some people swing all the other way and take advantage of interns. And I truly believe that there's a sweet spot in the middle, but you have to kind of figure out what works for you. I have tried that option out. And I've learned a lot of valuable lessons. The first thing is, if you're concerned about taking advantage of people, I think internships work best if you have a certain time limit. So I'm not going to have someone who interns with me forever and ever and ever, and I never pay them because that makes no sense at all. And so I don't agree with that. I do think, however, for a short amount of time, for a few months, or, you know, you can decide the time period, but it does have to be a set amount of time. Uh, you can have someone come and work with you for free, given that 
you in return are giving them something that is valuable for their time. And I personally think that the interns that you hire, you have a responsibility to mentor them, to give them the skill sets that they need so that you can either then hire them or they can go off and, and have the skill sets so that they can get a job elsewhere. The next thing I wanted to say about interns is that you can hire them, but just know you should only hire them if you have a clear system in place because interns know nothing. They're literally starting from zero. Do not hire them to build. And that's the mistake that I made when I started with interns. And what I found is actually what worked better is if you give interns tasks, you know, that are maintaining your business. So things that are like admin, things that is the same day in, day out, low risk, not much risk involved. You do not want to give them tasks that are building the business because that requires proactivity and thinking for yourself and, you know, when you're not making six figures yet and you're still in that space where you're still building the business, the only person who should have the builder hat and the CEO hat and being proactive like that uh, ideally is you or that is solely your responsibility. If you have other people who do that, that's great, but don't expect that from an intern. So you just have to know off the bat what you're getting. They're not the same as hiring a freelancer or a contractor, their experience is much less. So you just have to know that I'm going to give them simple tasks. I'm going to pour time in to help this person out. So you have to then decide, do you have the time to pour into them? And is it worthwhile for you? Are you going to hire them afterwards? Or are you going to let them go so that they can get a work experience? So it's only you that can decide whether that works out for you or not. And my final tip when it comes to hiring is treat people well. Now, the flip side to hiring in this phase of business when you're not able to hire people for many hours and in a sense it is cheap labor is that turnover is usually higher because they can't give you their full brain power and just be with you like an employee can because they have to think about managing other clients or their other side hustle or job because they have to focus about paying their bills. And so you have to always remember that, that you're not paying them enough for them to have their full time and energy dedicated to you. Now, having said that, I am always in shock when I hear my friends who are in the corporate world and are working full-time jobs and them talking about the complete and utter toxicity of their working environments and their managers and their bosses. Not to say that that's everyone's experience, but it is a common experience. And it shocks me because my experience and my background, although I did work in corporate, I, I'm grateful that I had really great experiences for the most part of it. But also having worked as a church leader where uh, for many years, for over a decade, and I worked a ton with volunteers and the culture was completely different because if you're trying to motivate people that you're not paying, then how are you going to motivate them? Because money's not money clearly is not it. And so the the most important thing that I learned being a pastoral figure is to treat people well and to check in with people and just treat them like human beings. You know, I get that work with work, it, you need to be professional and I get that, but just being professional is not an excuse for being difficult, rude, controlling, or demanding. You, you, know, you have to remember that these people, especially when you're hiring freelancers and contractors that you're not paying full-time, that they do have other priorities. They have their lives, they have families, they have work, they have to think about other clients. Make sure that you're the client that they love working with the most because if you're not able to motivate them with the money, Treat them well. And once you do that, you're going to find that uh, you're much more likely to keep that turnover, turnover low. So if you're leading with vision, 
sharing the heart behind what you do, checking in with them, you know, when I'd have Zoom calls or see them, just how how are you doing? How's the family? What's going on with this? And truly listen and care about them. Just treat them like, you know, to a certain degree, like friends, but obviously keeping it professional will go really, really long way. So I hope that you find all these hiring tips helpful. I want to know from you which one resonated the most. And if you have hired, I want to know the lessons that you learned. And if you have any tips that you want to share, I would love to hear from you. Make sure to share them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or just send me a DM on Instagram at Sahar Twesajay. Thanks for tuning in today. All the resources mentioned in the show are linked below if you're watching on YouTube and linked in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, then I want to invite you to help us spread our message by choosing one of four ways. One, subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast. Two, leave a review if you're listening to the podcast. It really helps. Three, let me know in the comments below what the key takeaways were for you in today's episode. And four, share this episode with one friend who could use a little bit of courage today. And if you want to binge our episodes, may I suggest you watch this episode right here if you're watching on YouTube. That's it. Until next time, don't forget to live courageously and dare forward.